The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. Family, it's your girl, it's Janae. I am back for a solo episode this week. I am so excited to be on. Um, I know you all have enjoyed our past few episodes. I can tell by the numbers. Um, So I am excited about that. I hope you continue to enjoy, you know, our past episodes. Because we have plenty for you to choose from. As well as everything we're going to continue to do in the future. So I wanted to come on to sort of say that, provide some updates, and then share like this revelation I've just had. So it's not anything groundbreaking, maybe to some, to me, it felt very groundbreaking. It sort of changed my perspective on some things and the way that I'm, you know, currently going to mix some stuff up. So let me get into all of that now that I've quickly (laughs) run through the agenda of the session for today right or the episode i said session this is not therapy it feels a little bit like it though mm-hmm. okay that was a quick tangent i'm coming back all right so our updates um october has been really busy and it's only halfway through well almost a third two thirds through but it's been really busy so so far we have concluded our inaugural <laughs> MMBB Mastermind. So I minded my Black Business Mastermind completed on October 9th and it started in September. So it was a six week experience and the first class has wrapped up. They've graduated, they've gone on, they are, um, you know, they have each other as a support and we had such a good time. It was so impactful to me as a facilitator I just oh my goodness so because I've I learned some things as a process of going through this this is definitely something I'm going to offer again in 2019 and I'm working on currently finding a way to do um, to create some content for a part two so for those who completed part one you know we can move on to part two um, when it comes to the mastermind series so um I just want to say thank you all for the support, um, providing the promotion, the positive energy, um, all the ways in which you all cheered us on, but it was so great. So that six weeks also went by really, really fast, (laughs) Uh, but we had a great time. It was really um, fantastic, and I look forward to doing it again um in 2019 and so i also am working on creating smaller modules because that was six weeks an hour a week and so some people might not be able to have that amount of flexibility in their schedule to dedicate that amount of time so the idea is to do some more focused um, material that you can you know do on your own some you know recorded webinars and such so be on the lookout for more minding my black business material is coming but i did want to let you know that our mastermind um was successful and a, such a beautiful experience and um, i look forward to doing it again so that's that um secondly um 
I went on a retreat, y'all. I went on a retreat. And so shout out to Citrus and Sugar. I'll tag them in the notes. Um, I went on a personal development retreat. And so why this is important, because it was something that wasn't connected to me getting CEUs, which are called continuing education units for my license as a therapist, nor was it connected to me building a business. So it wasn't connected to entrepreneurship. This was for me (laughs) as Janae, the human being who walks around in life. And so that was interesting because a lot of my time and energy is focused on those first two things. And so to have those things not be even the first or second thing on the agenda was quite different. So I'm going to tell you all a little bit about that experience in just a minute. So that happened. And then I had my birthday celebration. Woo-hoo. So <laughs> so people who know me know that um, um, when I turned 30, um, when I transitioned over into what I like to call Club 30, I made a commitment to myself that I would always take my birthday off. That didn't necessarily mean that I had to do anything in terms of like going on a trip um, or you know, maybe even getting a massage. Like, it didn't even matter if I did anything. I just decided I'm going to always take my birthday off. The reason for that (laughs) is because I noticed when I worked on my birthday, um, I was in a bad mood. Now, maybe not the whole day, but I just felt inconvenienced. I'm <laughs> I'm like, don't you know it's my birthday? Why are you asking me to do this extra stuff? Don't you know it's my birthday? Why are you asking me to go to this meeting? Don't you know it's my birthday? Why do I have to respond <laughs> to this email? Now, no one knew that I had these expectations for myself. Um, you know, that life should stop when it's my birthday, uh, especially at work. No one knew that. But that would sort of be my internal response when I was asked to do something or, you know, particularly if it was something like outside of the regular work day duties or responsibilities. I just felt inconvenienced. And once I thought about it, it had zero to do with the job, nothing to do with the job, but everything to do with wanting space to just sort of do whatever I wanted to do on my day of birth. And so it occurred to me, well, if you take the day off, (laughs) then you could do that. So that's a promise I made to myself when I turned 30. I have continued that tradition and I hope to always continue that is to reserve that day as part of my reflection, as part of my own celebration, as part of, you know, just a a moment to have time to stop and you know just really think about me really <laughs> and not in a nobody else matters way that's not it but what do I want to do how am I feeling what things need to happen you know that sort of thing so I celebrated myself um on my birthday uh which was October 16th and so um, I had a good time and went on a, on a trip and um, that was also fun to I left my computer at home y'all let me tell you October has been life changing I left my computer at home and so there was no like 
I did some email management, but just a little bit, just a little bit, as much as I could do on my phone, as much as I could stand, just a little bit. And, um, but I didn't, I didn't take work with me. So I have really been, I always consider myself to have like strong boundaries, but I think in this way, my business boundaries for October have been, I'm, I'm, I'm loving where I'm going with this. So those are the things that have been happening just so far in October. There are tons that's going to be happening between now and the end of the year. I will keep you all posted as those things are happening, as the time draws near to those events, because I'll need your support um, on those for sure. Um, but October has been wonderful right so the goal of minding my black business the goal of this movement is to continue to pull back the curtain on what happens for black entrepreneurs and specifically how things impact their mental health and ways in which they or we can all improve our emotional well-being so this is why I want to highlight the retreat experience so the retreat experience, like I mentioned before, was not connected to my role as a therapist or my role as an entrepreneur. It was truly about my own personal development. And some of the prompts that we were given were around the legacy that we want to leave, um, you know, when our time on earth is gone. What is our legacy? As well as what brings us joy. And so this was a multi-day um, retreat. I was there for like two days or so. And at least a good chunk of the first day, most of my answers, while I didn't necessarily say they were connected to me being a therapist, they were very much about that. They were very like, I enjoy helping people, um, you know, go through some tough parts as well as create some new understandings. Um, being a part of their community so my answers were all about service and being a nurturer of others and that those answers are still true <laughs> they still are true they don't change but one of the pieces that also happened in this retreat is we were paired up um, so this is all women in this retreat and we each had our our partner and so we would do certain exercises and then there would be moments when we would pair off with our partner and just kind of talk about it or process what happened. So maybe there was a particular insight or a new thought that I had or we, you know, each other had as we went through things. And we would just give each other time to, you know, let those thoughts sit and play with each other. So some of the feedback that I got from my partner um which is a new friend now so I didn't know her before going to the retreat and she was so fantastic it was like this is the person I needed to um this is the person I needed to sort of be in my life in this moment so she did a good job of challenging me that my answers seemed to be really centralized around my role as a helper or a nurturer or an empath that sort of thing but nothing else none of the other parts of my life and um that really sort of sat with me because I thought about it 
and what it means for me to be an entrepreneur. And so what I realized is that as an entrepreneur, as a black entrepreneur, as a black female entrepreneur, I walk throughout the world feeling as though I have to be on. And so what I mean by that is I need to be prepared to answer any question. I need to be prepared with facts and figures about the growth of the business. I need to be prepared to market to you about, you know, how to maybe collaborate or even how to get you a part of services or even explain how my business is helpful to the larger community. Like I just need to be on. I need to be prepared to have talking points upon talking points, give you elevator pitches, explain to you about a podcast, explain to you about this podcast, talk about the audience that we have, the down, you know, just kind of have this file cabinet of information ready at any moment's notice to give to anybody at any point, at any time. And so I was taking that same energy into this personal development workshop and giving the same pitches around my role as a therapist, a podcaster, an entrepreneur. I was doing the same thing. So it took me a minute to even get back to Janae and a place where they were asking me about Janae. Because Janae doesn't get a lot of time to be Janae. That was the aha moment. Like, oh my goodness, where did she go? Where did Janae go? Well, she didn't go anywhere. (laughs) She didn't go anywhere. She just didn't get a lot of, she didn't get a lot of time on the microphone. And that's what I realized as a part of this retreat. And so the, I think the slippery slope for me is because I am doing things in my business that I so enjoy, because I enjoy um, being a part of powerful movements of people's lives, I am doing things in my profession that make me happy as a person. And this is happening on a level that hasn't happened before in other work environments. And so for me, it feels like, ah, okay. So if I'm happy doing my work, then that's going to translate into all these other parts of my life. Not necessarily. But the things that make me happy at work is people recognizing barriers that are happening for them, coming to new understandings feeling more supported, gaining new skills, growing community. See, all those things are so phenomenal to me. I love to see those things. I enjoy when people feel more fulfilled. That feels so good. It's so great. I want people to be happy. I want them to be healthy, right? So while I'm doing that thing, of providing the services that I provide. What I have not been doing, (laughs) I've been sort of tunnel vision in this one direction of me pouring into others. It's so simple, I missed it. I forgot, I forgot or didn't make space for other people to pour into me. Now, so I do my self-care thing, right? So I do my self-care thing, in the ways that I've done it, which is, you know, taking naps, 
I'm doing a better job about hydrating. Y'all know how sleep has been a, a <laughs> that has been a challenge for me for a minute, even though I love naps. Um, getting more sun, um, you know, taking more vacations, checking in with my friends and family. So doing it in those ways, the part that's missing is sort of like, did, you know, as Janae, this is how I'm feeling right now. And this is what I particularly need from you. Or I'm feeling really vulnerable about this thing. or I'm really scared about this thing. I need space to just sit and be with you. So I have not done that thing. So that's almost like if we were to peel back all those self-care things that I just mentioned, I have not done the stuff right underneath that. So letting people know that I need you right now or I'm scared right now or I'm excited right now, but the excitement scares me or I'm feeling um, really motivated. I need your feedback or I need you to cheer me on. So I have not done that part where I have sort of spoken out loud about my needs. I just start doing things. And then ask people to join me as I do things. <laughs> so sometimes I know why I'm doing things and sometimes I don't. And that's the part that's been missing. So Janae has gotten lost in all those things. So I knew enough about myself to tell when I was getting stressed or anxious or worried or sad or isolated to start to do some of you know my coping skills and get them into, into motion or get them into rotation. But I hadn't really sat with why I'm feeling anxious and isolated. When's the last time I've done something just for Janae, not for other people or not for the sake of building a business? And so having this retreat experience has really kind of opened a whole nother train of thought that's been ongoing for me. And so I've been sitting with this thought of don't let the business have all of you. When I walked away from the retreat, that was how I felt. Don't let this business have all of you. And so I thought to myself, ah, this is something that I need to tell the family because I'm sure I'm not the only person who's experienced this. I would love to hear your feedback around this. But this is definitely, and if you haven't experienced this, let this be a cautionary tale. Don't let the business have all of you. For as many hours and days that we focus and grind to make things successful, for as many um, events that we hold, um, relationships we put on pause, um, self-care measures and checkups that we forgo, don't let the business have all of you. It doesn't deserve all of you. It deserves the part of you that is the entrepreneur, but that's not all of you. And so as a, I consider myself a, not a brand new entrepreneur, but still finding my way in this process. And I treat it like I, like I treated learning my craft as a therapist sort of dug myself all in and in fact that was kind of encouraged when I went into school particularly grad school was to be 
constantly thinking about this thing if I wasn't writing something or reading something or doing an internship experience connected to being a therapist it just was the goal was to be immersed in the experience so the idea that my work identity is not all that I am is something I'm readjusting to particularly because I enjoy it like that this is a new like dimension that I'm having to navigate But it's great that I enjoy it. I want to continue to enjoy it. But don't let the business have all of you. Don't do it. So I said, I have to come here and say this thing. If nothing else, another reminder to myself. But hopefully it sort of sits with someone as you think about your day, your week, the rest of your year. I know we're all sort of closing out this fourth quarter. Um, for the year trying to finish strong and I want us all to do those things we also are about to embark upon the holiday season which for a lot of us is a really busy time and where we sort of make up where you know there have been slow moments throughout the rest of the year that's phenomenal you know I want us all to succeed so do those things But don't let the business have all of you. You are more than an entrepreneur. You are more than a black entrepreneur. You are a whole bunch of other things. So make sure those things and pieces get attention. Don't forget to, you know, reach out for support. To have people check in on you. To get hugs. Hell, high fives. Anything. So that people see the other parts of you and this just not the entrepreneur don't let the business have all of you okay family i'm gonna leave y'all with that i'm feeling really excited i'm getting back to some more things um i will continue to keep you posted about all these cool things that are happening as they get closer but thank you for your time I'm going to say it one more time before I get off because I need y'all to, I need this to sit in your spirit. (laughs) But don't let the business have all of you. Enjoy yourselves. I hope you're having a great day. And we're going to keep this thing moving. Okay, bye. So if you want to know more and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, MindingMyBlackBusiness.com, and on our Facebook and Instagram pages, under Minding My Black Business, and on Twitter, under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.